Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball? The podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. And today, I want to break down who is the best first baseman in baseball. This year, is that Matt Olson or Freddie Freeman? And the conversation has some interesting layers to it because, as you all recall, Matt Olson is the replacement for Freddie Freeman in Atlanta. The Braves made a decision a couple off-seasons ago. Do you pay Freddie Freeman well into his 30s? Or do you say goodbye, trade for Matt Olson, a hometown kid who would be amenable to a contract extension, and you get a cheaper version at first base, a guy that has more power to main that position for a long time, and you say goodbye to Freddie Freeman, a guy that is trending towards right now being a first ballot Hall of Famer and someone that you know, could have done it all in your uniform and it would have been clearly going in as an Atlanta Brave. And there's every chance that when Freddie Freeman does eventually grace the halls of Cooperstown, he does have a Braves cap on. That is where he got his start, and I don't know if he's going to do enough in his six years with the Dodgers to replace that. But last season, Freddie Freeman certainly had the better year to the point where you could have made the argument that they made a mistake by not just bringing back Freddie and by bringing in Matt Olson. Because Olson, while he ultimately put up a good season, I mean, you look back at the numbers, he had 34 home runs and drove in 103. His wins above replacement was 3.2. He hit 240, 325 on base, 477 slug. Freddie Freeman nearly won a batting title in his first year with the Dodgers. Hit 325, 407 on base. 5'11 slug, had a 7.1 F4. He was unbelievable. And now you turn the page to this year, and once again, Freddie Freeman is fantastic. Okay, he's got a 332 batting average, 408 on base. So that's basically now two years of a very similar average and on base percentage. But here's the crazy part more slug this year. A 560 slugging percentage because he's hit a remarkable and a franchise record 57 doubles. Probably going to have a 60 double season. And his way to runs creative plus, which measures hitters based on a league average of 100, is 160. So he's been 60% better than your league average hitter. Guess what Matt Olson's WRC plus is? It's exactly 160. So when it comes to offensive value, these guys are in line with each other. You have Olsen, who's hitting 281, 388 on base, 606 slug. So the slug, a little bit more. The on base, a little bit less. He's sitting with a 994 OPS. You go look at Freddie Freeman, his OPS is at 968. It is really tough to decide which one's better. And uh, Jordan Rogers, who wrote an article for us about this at JustBaseball.com, he said it best. And he said, it's like trying to split an incredibly thin hair. It's not just splitting hairs. It's an incredibly thin hair. Because these guys have both put up remarkable seasons. Olsen leading the league at home runs and RBIs. 53 homers, 133 RBIs. The funny thing is, Olsen's teammate, Ronald Acuna Jr., is just so incredible that he's going to get the MVP. And the funny thing is... Right next to him in the MVP race is going to be Freddie Freeman's teammate and Mookie Betts, who's leading the league with an 8.2 F4. 
and is about to have a 40 home run season. He's one away. Problem is, Acuna is at 40 home runs, and he has every chance with two more bags uh, to steal to be a 40-70 member. He already created a club, and now he's going to create an even different one, a better one. So, you look at their their teammates, and these duos are, without a doubt, the two best duos in baseball. And, you know, that's a conversation I thought about having on here as well. But, again, it gets so complicated trying to figure out who would win in that in that regard? You'd probably pick the Braves because their team has been better overall and because you know, they've just been better at compiling the stats. I mean, the stolen bases from Acuna, the combination of home runs between Acuna and Olsen. I mean, 40 for Acuna, 53 for Olsen, 93 home runs in a season by a pair. You know, Betts has done a great job hitting the home runs, but Freddie Freeman's only got 26. Then, though, when you look at the extra base hits, it starts to level out. The funny thing is Freddie Freeman actually does have the edge and extra base hits over Olsen. He's got 85. Olsen has 83. So where do you separate these two? If you look at defense, Freddie Freeman has been a little bit better, but it depends on the stats you look at. Outs above average, Freddie Freeman, I want to pull this up exactly. I believe it's two outs above average, where Olsen was minus four. Looking to confirm... Yeah, okay. Two outs of average. The funny thing is, defensive run saved likes Olsen more. Defensive run saved, Olsen is sitting at, was it four? No, I think it was five, six. Now it's six defensive run saved at first base. Freddie Freeman's at minus eight. So it's, again, splitting hairs. One metric likes Freeman, one metric likes Olsen. I can't say definitively that Matt Olson's a better first baseman than Freddie Freeman. I can't say the, the opposite either. Again, when we look at Wader runs creative plus, their offensive value, it's a dead heat. So what do you like? Here's where I ultimately come up on this one. The differentiating factor might be as simple as the fact that here's Freddie Freeman sitting here in his age 34 season and he has taken advantage of the new rules to swipe 22 bases last year he stole 13 and his career high with the Braves was when he was 20 years old in 2018 where he had 10 stolen bases and now here he is over five years later stealing 22 bags the new rules were something that everyone had to take advantage of, and he's done that. And you look at the difference, Matt Olson, not a base stealer. Okay, he's got what? One on the year? He has not added any value on the base pass. So it's funny because you look at these guys and you know you everything that compiles a, a war, right? Offensive value. Freddie Freeman look at Fangrass, it's at fifty seven point one. Matt Olson Offensive value, it is at 53. Defensive value, minus 13.8 for Olsen, for Freeman, minus 7.5. But then you look at war. And because Freddie Freeman has added extra value on the bases, that has helped him edge out Olsen in war. He's got a 7.3 F4 this season. That is third best. In Major League Baseball, Mookie Betts is one, Acuna is two, Freeman's three. And then Shohei is four, 
before you get to Olsen at five. Freddie Freeman, when we ranked first baseman heading into the year, we had Freeman one, Paul Goldschmidt two, I believe Pete Alonso three, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. four, and then Matt Olsen was five. We're going to re-rank all of them, all of our top tens. It's something we'll be discussing a lot on this show as I'll be doing these head-to-heads on who's better. You know, At that point, it'd be number seven or number eight on the list, potentially, and why we ended up deciding that, whatever it is. Jazz Chisholm is the seventh-best center fielder in baseball over player X. I don't know. That's just an example. But we'll be doing a lot of shows like that, and this is sort of the first of that breed, but it's more focused on What's been a remarkable season for both of these guys where in a normal year, either of them would be taking home the MVP. But again, when we ranked first baseman heading into this season, Freddie Freeman was number one. Matt Olson, is he going to jump over Pete Alonso with the season he just had? Absolutely. Is he going to jump over Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with the season he just had? I think so. Is he going to jump over Paul Goldschmidt with the season that he just had? Yes. Is Matt Olson going to jump over Freddie Freeman and be considered the best first baseman in all of baseball? No, I don't think so. And the crazy thing is, this is a conversation we're going to continue to monitor because Olson sitting here on an eight-year deal, $168 million. Freeman sitting on a six-year, $162 million deal. When it comes to total money, Olson got more, but with two extra years, Freeman got more in average annual value. So, now, the question is going to be over the next couple of years, how much longer can Freddie Freeman hold off Father Time? He just turned 34 years old in September. So, he's about to enter his age 34 season. And he's under contract for age 34, 35, 36, 37. And that's it, 37, excuse me. Those are the last four years of his deal. I think the Dodgers are absolutely thrilled that they're able to poach Freddie Freeman. And ultimately, depending on playoff success, this still could have been a mistake by the Braves. Because if Freddie Freeman wins some World Series with the Dodgers, Atlanta doesn't get there. And if even worse for them, if Freeman and the Dodgers knock the Braves out of the playoffs at some point over the next four years. Letting him go to your chief rival in the National League because... There's one thing that's clear right now. If you're going to forecast the next 10 years of baseball in the National League, it's the Dodgers and the Braves are the two teams that I think everyone is the most sure about as franchises that will continue to win. And I think for the Braves, you know, consideration, Freeman went to the worst team. I don't know if there is a team that would have been worse for him to go to. Even if he went in division, let's just say – I guess that would be if he went to the Phillies a couple years ago and the Phillies had Freddie Freeman and Bryce Harper, maybe. Maybe that would have been worse. Um, But right now, as things are presently constructed, the Braves are feeling pretty good about it. They got the MLB home run leader by making the decision that they made. And if someone wants to tell me in the comment section on YouTube that Matt Olson is clearly the best first baseman in baseball and way off base on this, okay. I'm not going to argue that completely because he had 53 home runs and probably finishes with over 55. It's a remarkable season for Matt Olson, And at his age, moving forward, yeah, you might end up in a better situation. But the thing is, because of the length of that contract, 
you're really, in the long run, paying for similar years to your own guy. And I just wonder, I really do, how Braves fans feel about it. If Braves fans could go back in time and they could keep Freddie Freeman and not have Matt Olson, do they actually do that? Do they go back and say, yeah, we prefer to keep our guy? I would think so, right? I would think that that is the direction that you'd want to go as a fan that I'm sure was devastated to see Freddie Freeman walk out that door. But then again, when you're run as well as the Braves are, maybe you just accept that the franchise is always going to do right by you as a fan. And if that's the case, and you're looking at Matt Olson's season, I don't blame you either. So it, it is a very tough debate on who has been the best first baseman in baseball this year. I ultimately side with Freddie. And I think his consistency has been proven. And I imagine next year, he's going to be right back again atop this this mantle for being the best first baseman in baseball. But hey, could Matt Olson go out next year, hit 60-plus home runs, and clearly establish himself as the guy moving forward? That's absolutely the case. And this year was a great first step in doing that. Anyway, that's going to be all for uh, today's edition of Who's Better Baseball. We'll have a couple more shows this week as we close out the season. And really... Now, this is a show that will even ramp up more in the offseason where we will be able to get into these comparisons on players and on, on teams moving forward. And who's better at baseball? That's simple. Uh, make sure you follow, rate, and review. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and check out all the great written content we have coming your way. Just baseball.com.